Hey friends, today we are going to be looking at Proverbs chapter 22, beginning with verse 17 through verse 21, which says, Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise, and apply your heart to my knowledge, for it will be pleasant if you keep them within you. If all of them are ready on your lips, that your trust may be in the Lord. I have made them known to you today, even to you. Have I not written for you 30 sayings of counsel and knowledge to make you know what is right and true, that you may give a true answer to those who sent you? This is really a great passage that speaks to the rock-solid core foundation of our life and our mission in Christ. Solomon has encouraged us of this many times before. And he's reminded us to be seeking the things of God throughout the book of Proverbs. I also love Psalms, which tells us this over and over as well. Psalms 105.4 says, Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that He has done, His miracles and the judgments He uttered. So let's look at our passage a little closer. First, in verse 17, Solomon says, Incline your ear. And we are to have a seeker's heart for wisdom and knowledge. Throughout God's word, we're charged to seek God. And, and yet, the Bible is very clear in Romans chapter 3, beginning with verse 10. It says, As it is written, None is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside, together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. So how can this dilemma be rectified? I mean, what might bring a non-seeker of God, one who hides from the light of truth because his deeds are evil, what might cause him to come and seek God. I mean, God says to seek Him, but yet He says no one seeks for God. So what's the answer to this? We'll look at this a little closer in just a minute. Continuing with verse 18 then, for it will be pleasant if you keep them within you, if all of them are ready on your lips. So the wisdom from above is going to bring us pleasure when it is within us, when it is internalized uh, within our hearts and then we will be ready to share the glory of God with others the truths the wisdom that is from God but it's something that God gives us first you see God does not hide or uh, keep from us the good things if we are seeking to see more of his glory and his beauty because when we seek we find and then these things of the invisible spiritual kingdom of God, they bring us this amazing joy in seeing His glory, even if the world is exploding all around us. And Solomon says, it will be pleasant if you keep them within you. So we find more and more joy as we see more of God's glory every day in His Word and meditating on His Word and loving our neighbors ourselves acting out his word and so then as we are walking in the holy spirit 
we are also walking in his joy. It's pleasant if we keep them within you, Solomon says. Remember, just a minute ago we read Psalms 105.4, which said uh, this about the Lord. It says, seek his presence continually. Then if we go to Psalms 16.11, we find this. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So we are to seek his presence continually. And God wants to give us joy in being a seeker. All right. In verse 19, then Solomon tells us another reason why we should seek the wisdom and knowledge of God. Solomon says that your trust may be in the Lord. Solomon then it seems has pondered so many rich truths of God, which he is sharing with us. He's sharing with his sons, I believe. And these are treasures that they bring joy, they change us from the inside out. So as these truths are pointing us, you and me, to the beauty of God and actually to Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and how he is the greatest treasure in the universe, they are also exposing the promises of the world and and sin and Satan as false treasures. Uh, They promise satisfaction as well, but they bring brokenness and destruction. But Solomon is saying to listen to the words of the wise, not the world. Apply your heart to knowledge, truth, um, and it will be pleasant to our souls. It will not bring brokenness and destruction. Solomon says that your trust may be in the Lord, not the world. (laughs) So these truths from Solomon were written down, meaning addressed to his own sons, and now the whole world has no excuse for not doing what verse 17 says and seeking after God and after wisdom and truth. And even many in countries where the Bible is banned have prayed to the Lord and God has made a way for them to be given his word so they may see his beauty and find satisfaction. That's the way God designed it. He is all glorious and he wants us to see his glory. And that's where we find our pleasure. Matthew 7, Jesus had just been speaking of of things that are holy. And then he says this, verse 7, beginning, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which of you, if his sons ask for him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? So we return to the question I posed a little earlier. How can we ask? How can we knock? How can we seek? If Romans chapter 3 is true, which says, verse 11 and 12, no one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. How can we rectify these two? So let's look at verse 20 and 21 first uh, and go from there. We can see that Solomon reaffirms two reasons why 
He has written about the awesome truths of God. Reason number one, to make you know what is right and true. Uh, to make you know. You see, the good news of the Messiah is all about God opening our eyes. And it's always connected to his word. God is the one who quickens our heart. He makes us know. He is the one who lets us see his beauty. He opens our eyes to that. If we can see God in truth only as God seeks us out first. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And then, of course, it brings us great pleasure as well. That Solomon said the same thing. But we are blind spiritually. He is the eye-opener. We are deaf to his words and the truths in his words. He gives us ears to hear. We have no understanding. We have no awareness of these great truths. We can't understand them. It is God who lets us know that Jesus is the greatest treasure in the universe, the good news of great joy for our soul. We are dead spiritually, like Lazarus was dead physically, until God says, come forth. And we are without form and void, and darkness is over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God hovers over our heart. And God says, let there be light. And we become a new creation in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians 4, 6 says, For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. You know, the good news is how Jesus is the promised one from Genesis chapter 3. After mankind fell into sin, uh, believed Satan instead of believing in God and his word. So Jesus is the promised Messiah. He would come and do what mankind did not do, and that is to obey God's commandments and to keep his word perfectly as a man. And he gives us righteousness to all who believe, all who look to Jesus as the promised one for their unrighteousness, all who hope in him, all who find their delight in him. Jesus came. He lived a perfect life. He died a, a wicked sinner's death, even the death we deserve. And he was paid the wages of our sin. Then on the third day, he defeated death. The whole sin had in death through the law. The wages of sin is death. The soul of sins, it shall die, the Bible teaches us. Um, he defeated that hold. And God gives us that same power over the hold that sin has in life so that we might have victory over temptation as we walk with him and his Holy Spirit, as we talked about. And then God will raise us up as Jesus was raised up, no longer to be subject to the entropy that is connected with sin. Uh, all the sickness, all the arthritis, um, even death, and we'll be with him forever. So back to the text briefly in closing here. I mentioned there were two reasons that Solomon says that he wrote these truths. And one was to make you know what is right and true. So um, all mankind has no excuse uh, not to seek after God. 
because Solomon has told us that we are to do that, right? And that's where we're going to find joy. And we find joy when we see the Messiah, Jesus, as good news for our souls. And we walk with him. And then secondly, then, Solomon says he writes these things that you may give a true answer to those who sent you. <laughs> so yes, this goes perfectly with the gospel throughout all the scripture. Number one, we, we see the glory of God, right? We taste, uh, we savor him. He's beautiful. He, uh, he's the bread of life. He's the water of life. And God opens our eyes to that. We're a new creation in Christ. And then number two, we give a true answer to those who might seek after God as we did, that they may see his beauty as well. That's the gospel. And we usually do this automatically about everyday things in life, whatever we're passionate about, right? In the world, football, sports, hobbies, favorite food. Yeah. We'll say, hey, have you tried that sandwich down on Main Street, right? right? Something like that. Or have you heard this latest song, music? Whatever we're passionate about, we see, we hear, we taste. And if we like, we share it. Father God, thank you for your word today, Lord, and how Solomon keeps encouraging us to, to seek after you. And Psalms said to seek you continually, uh, seek your presence continually. And and we find that in your presence, there is fullness of joy, Father. So thank you, Lord, for giving us a heart to seek after you and a heart to share you with others. And please continue working on us and making us better at that practically, Lord. Help us to walk in your Holy Spirit and stay close to your word every day, Lord. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.